Hello, welcome. This is our first podcast for our book banter, Young Adults Edition. I'm Britt. And Sorry. I'm David. This time around, um, we chose, like um, you heard in our previous podcast, we are doing a book band book. We all decided to read banned books during banned book week. There you go. Whew. And for the young adults, we decided to do The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And I'm not sure how many of you guys have read it. It is an interesting book, to say the least. Um, so, David, can you give us a summary? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, it's by Rebecca Skloot. Uh, full disclosure, this is uh, an adult title or just like a, a normal nonfiction title, but there is a young reader's version. I think that's worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically it's telling the story of, uh, a journalist who discovered, uh, who, well, less discovered, but decided to dig deeper into the story of, uh, HeLa cells, which are something that are used by scientists all over the world. They're human cells that have been kept in culture since the fifties. And she decided to do some digging into the story of the woman whose cells they originally were. Right. Henrietta Lacks. Henrietta Lacks. Um, so let's see, we chose, we talked about why we chose this book and it, you know, was because we were doing banned books. Mm -hmm. Um, we, like we talked about in the last one, banned books have been on, going on for years. Do you remember how far back when we were looking, how far back we could get banned books and banned book information? As far as like the... Like when they started? Right. As far as the ALA keeping track of it. Yeah, yeah. It's been since at least... Was it the 60s? The 60s sounds right, because that's when they would have started. That's when they would have started keeping track. (laughs) But of course, you know, you go all the way back to, you know, don't read this book because of, you know, I mean, the Bible was banned in many different times. The Bible has been banned in places. So, I mean, but going back to the... Censorship of materials to be read is, you know, something that we've seen all throughout history. Right. ALA is the American Library Association, correct? Correct. Okay. Just making sure. So, um... I'm going to, full disclosure, I did not finish this book. Um, I tried, and it's not because it wasn't interesting. The book is fascinating, and I enjoy reading this kind of stuff. Um, but some of it was hitting a little close to home. And by close to home, there were some parts of it that were hard as a woman who's gone through things to swallow and make it through. Um, because it is about... There, there's parts about invasion of privacy. There's parts about, um, I mean, this book goes, so the book jumps from um, present time, which by present time, I mean when Rebecca Sloop was researching and writing. So late 90s, 90s to early 2000s, early 2000s, up until it was published in 2010. Right. And so it, so more recent versus when these HeLa cells or Henrietta Lacks cells were um, culture taken, all of that. And so it jumps from past to, uh, book time. And so you, you hear about what Henrietta Lacks went through, what her family went through. And I can't relate as a woman. I can relate to some things, but when it comes to other parts, um, race, that stuff, I obviously cannot relate to it. Um, but it just reading some of the stuff. So Henrietta Lacks, I'm going to get, we'll just give you a little bit more of an overview. Right. She was a young um, black mother 
in the 50s, 51, right? 51 was, is when she died. Was when she died. So she was a young black mother and was noticing different things when she would have her time of the month menstrual cycle, whatever. Mm. She was noticing pain. She was noticing lumps, all of that jazz. And so um, she lived by Johns Hopkins Hospital. So that's at that time they offered free care for basically anybody. I think um, they still do yeah. to a certain extent. I've never researched it, John, Johns it, Hopkins. It is still so. primarily a research hospital. So right. they will still take you know lower income patients to, uh, for checkups, things like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the time, specifically, the reason they were doing that, well, it was part of the char- the the charter originally introduced by Johns Hopkins. Yes, uh, because but, he wanted he really cared about that populace. Exactly. But His then, wasn't necessarily from what I was reading because right. I got to that part was it wasn't so much that he wanted to um, it wasn't because he wanted to like use them necessarily it right was... it, like he didn't have clinical research trials in mind when he right he just wanted to take care of people <laughs> right i i mean he was from a quaker background yeah. so you had a lot of those ideals going yeah. into the the inception of the hospital right and then later on as time progressed uh it turned into well since we're treating them for free that means that their payment to us is we get to use them for whatever trials we want. Basically. Basically, because there was the Tuskegee. Uh, Tuskegee. One day I'll be able to say that. Um, <laughs> they we had they had those trials, not necessarily at Johns Hopkins, but at... It, it was a prevailing mentality of the time. Yeah. Especially with regards to poorer folks, people of color, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, the Tuskegee syphilis trials... Even worse, yes, because there was this whole uh, preconception that, oh well, black people get syphilis more because they do, yeah, like, and which it, isn't it, obviously yeah. not true, obviously not true, um, and yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so many things about this book and it's a lot. about it, it's, our, it's our heavy. past. It is heavy, and it's I recommend it. I mean, I may one day be able to finish it and it makes me sound like you know i'm a a failure of reading but it's i mean like like david said it's heavy but very fascinating Mm -hmm. learning about how they i mean there were a lot of interesting things that came from it the way that his name was pronounced guy right george guy george guy how he and his like how the how everybody just figured out how to ship sales like how to get them from place to place without them dying right that was it. That is fascinating. That the and things... going going from flight attendants <laughs> carrying them in their breast pockets, in their breast pockets, yes. just little vials of, of cancer cells. cell cultures, <laughs> to, to you know shipping, shipping them, them through in... the mail, yeah, through USPS, and, which is so save your postal service. By the way, yes, we're yes. a government entity. We can say that. Yes, we can. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, it, so many interesting things. Like, but reading about. How she died was so heart-wrenching. Oh, yeah. Heart-wrenching. Yeah. And how grateful I am that nowadays, I mean, we live in a in a crazy time of life, but the difference between how they treated her cancer, because they knew it was cancer. Right. And it was, they assumed it was cervical cancer, but it was a different type of cervical cancer, correct? Right. So basically what they assumed was that it was just uh, like a surface level cancer, mm-hmm. but really it had... 
uh, had... penetrated into the the endometrial lining. Right. So basically, what that means is it got too deep, and that's why it spread so quickly throughout her entire body. Yeah, and because it, it 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 took over her body and very rapidly. That's one of the one of the lines that I remember the most that really mm-hmm. stuck with me. The image of them doing the autopsy, mm. and not only who was it, Mary or Margaret. I think it was Mary. Mary. First Mary realizing the toenails. Oh, that seeing, part gets me every time. Seeing her red painted seeing toenails red and painted. realizing, oh, geez, this is a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thinking about how much time she must have spent with that. Mm-hmm. And then cutting Henrietta Lacks open to reveal her entire body looked like it was filled with pearls. Yeah, because of... <laughs> uh, <laughs> that poor woman. Because they had taken something and they said it was a hard... Do you remember when they mm-hmm. removed it? The first, oh, yeah, that first biopsy. That first biopsy. But that poor woman, like you know, and now knowing the ways that they mm-hmm. give cancer treatments. The other thing that really hit me is a you know, as a woman of childbearing age, not being told before they give a procedure that it was going to cause sterilization. Right. She still wanted kids. Like even with what had been going on with her home life, which wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. By any stretch of the imagination, she still wanted more kids. I mean, even her her last, her youngest son, Zachariah, uh, or Zachariah. Zachariah. Zachariah is his, the pronunciation. Is that how you pronounce Okay. Yeah. Because that's his, it, that's his, his the name that he changed it to, right? Yes. Zachariah. I was always struggling with how to pronounce that. Well, it, it, it actually spells it out later in the book. Because okay. Because he does not like it when people mispronounce it. Of course not. Of course not. Of course but, not. um... Uh, Zakaria, he was born while she had the cancer. Right, right. Which, on its own, is amazing. Seriously. But let alone given conditions of the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's that's really the thing. Like, conditions of the time, even that doesn't really excuse what happened. <laughs> it doesn't, and it's so hard to, like, imagine that now. But things, like, weird things like that are still occurring, where doctors are not giving full information and it and it's hard to grasp that that is still a thing but it is well and i i think i mentioned this uh sorry that's why we put them on silent well it probably is on there there we go it's better it's better now it'll go on silent okay um but i i think i mentioned i was talking to my friend who He's over at Rockefeller University. He does, uh, like, neurobiology labs, things like that. He read this forever ago, uh, basically when it first came out, around about that time. And he still runs into people, like, between colleagues, uh, student aides, professors, visiting faculty, who have no idea who Henrietta Lacks was. Do they... Um, when you were talking, do they still refer to her? So now, going back, mm-hmm. Henrietta Lacks, her name was not revealed for a very long time. Right. They referred to her as Hela, H-E-L-A. Right. Hela cells. Um, but then there were so many different variations of that name. Helen Lane was one that mm-hmm. I remember the most. Um, Hen- Helen Lane, Henrietta Helen, Lane. Henrietta Lane. Uh, those were the two big ones. Those were the two big And so, does your friend ever run into people who think of it in those names or just do they just automatically assume they just know it as Hila? they they think of the cells wow that's interesting and it because this is over 50 
60 years going, ago. Going on 60 years, which is wild to think about. Yes. Her her cells being alive in cultures a lot around the world for going Wait, on 60 years. No, going on 70 years. Because she died in That's 51. Right. And right. we're almost to 21, on. right? I keep forgetting a decade whenever <laughs> I think about things in the past. It's like the 2010s just didn't they happen. Just dis- they disappeared altogether. Time, time is fake, as we've proven in these uncertain times. Yes, <laughs> time, time, is, time is not real. <laughs> time is a construct. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, what is it? Wibbly wobbly timing wimey things. Exactly, that's what time is. Um, <laughs> aw. Okay, um, so what are some things that you want to touch on like, that you personally are like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to talk about? I mean, oh my goodness. David this, has notes. I, I have notes. Which I'm super proud of. It, it's the first time that I've actually like gone through and done notes for a book since before college? I left college. Because oh. <laughs> I, I stopped after that point. <laughs> anyway. We're not going to... Yeah, details, details. Exactly. One of the really interesting things is how Rebecca Sklute keeps using a particular word, phrasing, and it's, uh, Gila's cells were a workhorse. She keeps describing she the does. cells as yes. a workhorse, which yes. I think is a very interesting and intentional choice of words. She's very intentional. Yes. And I appreciate that. And just, like, every time she does it, and it's always at the end of... Uh, a long list of all the things that Gila was doing at that period in time, like talking about creating the polio vaccine, talking about, um, uh, again, transport methods, looking at, goodness gracious. So many things. Uh, half of the cancer treatments mm-hmm. that we have today. Uh, looking at her cells going, being the first to go up in space to see how uh, background radiation affects human tissues. It, it's, it's, and at the end of all that, she describes them as a workhorse. As a workhorse, yes, yes. I Sklut is just... She did very well. I, I appreciate... I honestly appreciate her dedication. Um, you go through as you read this book and... I mean, I really enjoy learning about all the things that Gila Cells did, mm-hmm. but I love that she's connected it with Henrietta Lacks. And right. I appreciate, like, the people that she is, she meets with, mm-hmm. the families, the phone calls, the, the honestly, her dedication to getting through to this family, to the Lacks family, mm-hmm. is remarkable to me um, because she didn't give up. I mean, there's so many times where she got told, you know, oh, you got to talk to this person. Or she got stood up. How many times did she get stood up by the Lawrence? Was it Lawrence that stood her up? Um, yes. Like, twice, at least? Two or three times, yeah. At least. And, you know, the, the where she's got the, the, the book, where she's reading the magazine article. Mm-hmm. And the magazine article is actually talking about the hotel that she is staying at and she sees it and I'm just like, Oh man, like how And seeing the the, the Bromophys That's what talk. it is. Oh man. And so but I don't know and, and the way that she describes the family and how mm. they how they see her dedication and that's how she's allowed into the family. Right. And in stages and in in they see her dedication and her desire to learn more about Henrietta. Because here you have a family who didn't find out about 
Henrietta Lacks, the fact that her cells were taken, not donated. Well, Day, her husband Day, Henrietta's husband Day, they pestered him. Like, Guy, he had no shame. He had no qualms with just pushing and pushing and pushing to get that autopsy on Henrietta. And he didn't want it. Day wanted nothing to do with that. It wasn't, like, he he told him no quite a few times. Mm -hmm. And he, um... Finally, he gave in, and that's when they got the when Mary and, and Guy had the, um, the autopsy and all of that. But I mean, the family had you're right; they had no idea, no idea until like twenty twenty five years later, something like that, and something then crazy. At that out. point is when you know people started knocking on doors for this very poor family who you know can't even afford my medical insurance. But, they were in and out of medical insurance. That's something I remember them talking about. Um, and, I mean, there was a lot of um, intermarriage and inner, uh, like, they, they, there was the, I got to the part where they were taking blood. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another part I was reading about how they were taking blood, saying that they needed it to check to see if they was something else. But literally, they were just taking their blood. Right, right. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like. Sorry, I've got a hair in my mask. Um, well, and that's the the interesting thing about that is that there was not only not only a language barrier, but a cultural barrier. Yes, I feel like yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you know, the the assistant couldn't uh, speak. She uh, her English was. She was a Chinese national, so English was her second language. Her second language, and she was still was like at the time still wasn't very fluent in it. Mm-hmm. So she was just explaining that, oh yeah, we need to draw blood, and then the family assumed that it was to do a sort of cancer screening, right? Right. And she assumed that the family had been informed because you know why wouldn't they? Be? Why wouldn't they be informed? And exactly. Of course, of course, they know about their fa- their mother's uh cells of course they know the history and how important this is to scientific progress trademark (laughs) trademark (laughs) and and that 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 sense of like oh well of course they know Mm -hmm. when you have you know a group of people who have been very very clearly kept behind due to circumstance yeah as far as education as far as money as far as you know the whole race in America thing. <laughs> Life! Uh. So, like we were talking about, um, Band Book. Um, Band Book, we went through a lot of stuff. Um, it was one of the reasons it was banned. Oh my let, goodness. let me guess, let me guess. Uh, graphic depictions of medical... No. No? This one was in 2015. Oh my and it says um, it has been it has come under fire from a Tennessee mom who calls the book bon- pornographic and wants it banned from Knox County Schools. <laughs> um, another one was oh, no, that one's uh, school district against it. Let's see what this one was about. This one was I'm, a I'm sorry, court. but if you find the if you find those descriptions pornographic, I think that says more about you as a person than I think that that one is the one that everyone comes to is that it was pornogra- pornographic. Yikes. Has confused. This is what one of the one of the um, this is actually what the author looks like stated on the Facebook page. Um, a parent in Tennessee has confused gynecology with pornography. I hope the students of Knoxville will be able to continue to learn about Henrietta and the important lessons her story can teach them. Because my book is is many things. It's a story of race and medicine, bioethics, science illiteracy, 
the importance of education and equality and science and so much more. But it is not anything resembling pornography. No. No, it's not. Um, it. Oh, my goodness. That's such an upsetting... It is. It <sighs> blows my mind. But that one seems to be the one that everybody is going to, is the fact yeah. that... Um, and... and uh... One thing I will say, there are some really graphic depictions of, you know, yes. medical procedures regarding Yes, it cancer. is, and I can see how it would be difficult, you know, like, but the young, even the young, I, we didn't get a chance to find the young adult edition when we chose this. Right. Um, Presumably, it's going to keep some of the gorier details, quite literally gorier details. Gorier details, yes. Out of it. Um uh, that being said, it is ultimately looking at a medical history. It is, and, and that's, that's the to... point about, like, this book is, yeah, seriously, it just go. that's the one that everyone has linked to, is the <laughs> porno- pornographic one. That's the one everyone goes to. Um, and five years after it was published. Yeah. That's just... And it was, and I don't, uh, um, so obviously it had to be high school, but I mean, honestly, science students are going to be reading this book. If they're really interested, um, and honestly, it it should absolutely be required reading for oh, yeah. anyone th- thinking about going into the science, the science fields, any sort of STEM field. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's such a, and it really. Sorry, I just can't get over the band. I, I'm still stuck on that. Like I'm still stuck on that. Like now, if you've listened to our previous podcast about um, for the the kids and young. Um, the Kids and Teen Edition, where we were talking about Ban This Book. Um, we were talking, Crystal and I were talking about how uh, what the how many books were banned and why they were banned. And so we were discussing, you know, how things were, we were like, oh my gosh, this was banned for this. So we as library assistants, people who want to be in the library field, uh, David is another one of um, the people in our, our library who who we are who is pursuing continuing education to become a librarian of some form aspiring mlis yes exactly aspiring mlis so that we are we are the crew we are the few um and so we were doing a lot of research coming into this week um or last week as we were reading these books during that week um on you know why were books banned and Obviously, I forgot the part that this one was banned for pornography, but some of them were banned because of um, potential... I mean, obviously, the Harry Potters, at some point, I'm fairly certain, have been banned for witchcraft. Yes. Um, Magic use, uh, like we were talking about. Promoting Satanism. Yes. um, I think that one was the Headless Cupid. I think Headless Cupid was Satanism. Um, Probably probably the egypt game we were talking about the egypt game which is also the same Another author one for as occult occult um uh, occult imagery uh, uh, occult imagery seems to be like the go-to the go-to um you should read ban this book when you get a chance it is amazing <laughs> um talking about how people just come up with the most random like uh let's see um are you there god it's me margaret that one was yep. one recommended as a child to me mm-hmm. which is all about you know puberty Puberty! Nobody wants to talk about puberty, and obviously learning about your own body is against the rules. Exactly. Um, so those books are constantly challenged. Constantly challenged. What's another book that you remember looking from there? You're like, I like this book, but it was banned. 
I mean, most of my favorites have been banned oh, at yeah? some point or another. Um, I mean, not necessarily one of my favorites, but Catcher in the Rye is another yes, classic. Yes, that's another classic. That gets pulled from shelves constantly. 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 Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really liked the mixed up files of Miss Basil E. Frankenweiler. Oh, you got to read that one too. That's actually the basis of Ban This Book. Okay. That's where okay, it, okay. it comes. But that is one that I absolutely loved. The Goosebumps. Always been banned at some point. Um, let's see. What's another one? Matilda. I think quite a few Raw Dolls have been. That's probably nice. the Witches. <laughs> That's another one. Um, I don't know. But they're books from childhood all the time. And. I haven't even looked at, to see what books have been banned. I think Ferdinand was banned at a couple of points. Yes, I think you're right. Because it was like anti-war effort, something like that. Oh, I want to look it up. Because I, I think I looked it up for... I can spell. Which is funny because the, the author himself said, I was just writing about a bull. I mean, who likes flowers? Like, I don't... Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's look it up. Oh, it was banned by Hitler. <laughs> that tracks. Um, <laughs> it was, let's see, it was published in 36. Right. Uh, it's, such, it's fun. So let's see. Uh, but not Ferdinand. Da, 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 da. For those, it's about, yeah, basically pacifi pacifism. Pacifist propaganda. Hitler considered it degenerate democratic propaganda. And it was banned in both Spain and Germany. And Spain 30, makes sense. Thousand, oh my goodness. But when it was, when World War II ended, it was 30,000 copies of the printed book redistributed through, throughout Germany. <laughs> but yeah, okay, Hitler Hitler had all of his, his uh, banned burning, book burnings. Hell yeah. Gandhi loved it, apparently. That tracks. Um, so anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, so... Do you have a favorite quote from this book that you can think of? Let me see which one of the ones that I wrote down. Yes, I'm so glad you have more than one. I mean, we've got... Let's see. Uh, da 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 such a, I mean, really, there's a lot of... Yeah, I, the the book is full of good quotes. It especially, really like, direct quotes from the yeah. people Rebecca Skloot was talking to. I mean, talking about uh, when, when she got into contact with Roland Patillo, uh, mm. who started, you know, explaining the situation to her. And the, the ultimate question of who are we supposed to trust now... Mm -hmm. when, you know, people started finding out about the Tuskegee experiments mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, uh, one, one thing I really love is, so, the the town that Henrietta Lacks lived in, uh, not Clover, Virginia, where mm -hmm. her family was from, they, they were from a, a tobacco farm yes, in yes. Virginia, in Clover, this tiny little podunk town that was a, very much a leftover from pre-Civil War slavery yes, 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 times yes. where they were still living in the slave houses mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just working the farm after everyone else left. Because where are you going to go with no money? 
uh, Turner's station, apparently. Oh, yeah. Because uh, David Lax, Henrietta's husband, was able to get work at the steel mill there. Right. And so it turned into one of those, you know, factory towns. Uh, so Turner's point, it, uh, one thing I loved was her talking about trying to find Turner's point on the map. Yes. She goes through four maps. All of them have it either covered or missing entirely. Missing entirely, yes. And then she finally, like, just drives up to it, goes to the area, and has to ask someone, hey, where do I go, where do I find this place? It's still hidden behind, you know, the actual infrastructure of the city. Yes, yes. And she finally gets there, and she talks to Courtney Speed of Speed's Grocery. Yes. And she... And Miss Speed says, they keep trying to push us off the earth, but God won't let them. <laughs> yes, yes. And I love that. Because oh. it's, it says so much about the history of, uh, like, how we remember our history mm -hmm. as Americans and, you know, in regards to racial issues of the past and of now. We keep trying to, you know, push them to the side, pretend things didn't happen where we realize, you know... We have profited off it. Gila sells. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They tried to ignore the person behind them until it was convenient for them. And exactly. even then, the extent to which they recognize her became minimal at best. At best. The, this one, I think she says it a, a couple of times, but it's, um, if our mother sells done so much for medicine, how come her family can't afford to see no doctors? Yep. I mean, that one is a big... That It comes up in... All in throughout the book. some form or another. Yes. Very frequently. And Yep. She's the most important person in the world and her family living in poverty. If our mother is so important to science, why can't we get health insurance? Mm -hmm. Like, that is so crazy to me. Because that's something, like, you know, her family, even now. I mean, I didn't do much research about nowadays. Hopefully they're... I mean, have you? Did you look and see? I, I looked a little bit. Um, there was some more recent family drama with, uh, I think, like, Sonny or someone. Turns out wasn't actually genetically related to them. Oh, gosh. Someone in the family. Again, very much family drama. Yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> Which kind of got into the public eye because they got into a little bit of a messy legal battle. Of course, of course. Um... And, you know, at that point, everyone knows who Henrietta, or a lot more people know who Henrietta Lacks yes. is. She had been more recently in the news. Uh, so th there was something along those lines. But, I mean, for the most part, they're, they're doing better, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it sounds like. It, like, it, from, from what I saw, it looks like they're, at the very least, um, gaining recognition for what happened to their mother. Oh. But, I mean, even Johns Hopkins told them the the chance of you getting a cent from this is slim to none. Uh, Dr. Christoph Langauer, who, or Langauer, who was one of my favorite people in this book, one of the first people to realize, like, oh, we messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, An Austrian, yes. no less. Someone who's very conscious yes. of the implications. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I really appreciated. Agreed. Uh, it took an Austrian to come in and say, mm, maybe we did them a little dirty. We should should check this out. Yes. Maybe we should help them out a bit and see what we can do. 
But yeah, it's it's. Ugh. Yes, it's deep. It's deep. So, on we do our we we got to come up with a rating scale for this one. So, um, on one to five banned books, what do you recommend? How do you recommend this? Mm. What's your rating? I guess. Uh, I I would say I'd give it a four. Mm-hmm. A four four banned books. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three banned books. Um. Because you really have to be dedicated to this book to finish it. Yeah, you um, know what? I, I will. I, I'll change mine to a three as well, just because okay. there there was a moment in there where it did kind of turn away from the the Henrietta Lack story and just kind of do a deep dive down the scientific mm-hmm. history. Yes, which if you're like your friend um, at Rockefeller University, this is a book definitely down his alley. This is one that would be something because of where he wants to go with life. Right. We are librarians. We love books. Um, STEM majors, it's a five out of five. Yes. We are not STEM majors. <laughs> so That said, it does still bring up the point of, you know, scientific literacy yes. on a general level mm-hmm. and how it's important that everyone at least have an idea of what's happening, what's going on. Agreed. So, even if you are... And maybe, uh, a liberal arts humanities kind of person like us. Then, you know, we didn't, again, like I said earlier, we did not get to read the um, Young Readers Edition. But if if you decide to do this, I would probably go down that aisle. Maybe it was a little bit, might be a little bit easier to um, digest. I don't say so, digest, that's better. So anyway, those are our ratings. And we are going to come at you again in a couple of weeks with a new read. Um, comment message let us know what you if there's something that you really want us to read and talk about anyway bye Bye. i can hit buttons